TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge. For executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Dr. Anita Sanchez, who has spent four decades sharing indigenous wisdom with executives and their teams all over the world. Now she's written a new book, this book, Calling Upon All of Humanity to Remember How to Work and Live Together. The book is The Four Sacred Gifts. Hi, Anita. Welcome to the show. Um, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I enjoyed your book very much. Oh, that's good. I'm getting such good. It's an international bestseller, but I'm getting such messages from people all over about how it's being helpful to them and opening up the possibilities, which is what I wanted to have happen. It makes sense because it's such a lovely book and, and it's something that um, I, I always enjoy this kind of work that touches on this connective work. And, and, and I, I just, the world feels so disconnected and we've seen so much research coming out recently about how our data is being used against us to divide us and how we're losing connection and how important connection is. And you talk a lot about that in the book. What are some ways that we could win back our connectedness? How can we reconnect? Well, part of it is, uh, as the elders teach us uh, from different traditions, is it's an inside and outside in job. Mm -hmm. But you start from the inside. So I think a part of it for us to not lose the compassion uh, with each other and the empathy and, and not allow this division is to look at ourselves and say, you know, what are the different parts of me? And some of those parts I really embrace and some of them not so much. Right. And if we can't hold it, the self-love is difficult, then it's going to be really difficult then for people with differing opinions to bring abuse, um, for us to be able to embrace them, not necessarily to agree, but to be civil and to understand we're connected to each other. Yeah, and some of the things you talked about, like you, your story really moved me. I mean, the story you talked about in here, I thought, well, if she can forgive, I mean, you do talk a lot about forgiveness. And you, you talk, the, the four gifts, for the viewers who haven't yet read the book, who are still waiting for their copies to arrive, the four gifts are forgiveness, unity, healing, and hope. And, and you really connect these in a lovely way to leadership and to really crafting a corporate culture kind of based on these four gifts. Could you talk a little bit about that? Because you do so much great work with corporate leaders. I want our audience to understand how you connect these things. Yeah, well, the thing is about the, the four gifts were actually put in by spiritual leaders from all over the world into this hoop for all humankind. And I take all humankind to include the poor leaders. I, and I call them poor because they carry a lot of responsibility which they do need to, to, to rise to and, and use. So these four gifts that you just named are to help us be able to stay in connection with each other, in right relationship, we call it. Mm -hmm. So part of that is to be able to accept oneself, to love oneself. And so I start generally with leaders there and working with the internal part because there's things that have happened in their life that gets blocked. And so mm -hmm. if you mentioned forgiveness, for example, there are so many things in organizations that need to be forgiven, but oftentimes what happens is people, the division starts happening there. They start, oh, I can't trust him. I can't do this. And, yeah. and, then, and then how do you have team? And then we have problems with engagement and people leaving and not attracting. And we wonder where that 
you know, what to do. So I have people begin with looking at themselves, their connection. For example, right now, you and I, we can say, okay, we're connected because we're on this show together. However, we're also connected because we're breathing, right? And who do we owe that to? It's not necessarily the air conditioning systems or the heating systems, right? It's the trees that took the carbon. So we're yeah. connected to nature. There's so many connections. None of us are alone. That is an illusion. Separateness is illusion. And I will suggest leaders, a lot of the suffering that's happening is needless. And if we can cut through with our mind about how we are not separate, but are connected, we're going to create a lot more positive things for our lives, the lives of the people who work for us and our organizations. That's so interesting. And, and, and one of the things that kept resonating with me was the idea, and, and I see this in my own work with executives, that I don't know if you know, I'm an executive coach. Yes, yes. But the interesting thing I see with leaders so often is that there is so much within them, so much pain. And, and it's almost as if they kind of revisit that pain in the context of the workplace. So if you have a deeply wounded leader, you're going to have a, a dysfunctional culture. You've got it. Absolutely. And that's why the gift of forgiveness, mm -hmm. healing, unity, and hope. You're only going to get so far in terms of being united with others to create and stuff. If you haven't been doing your healing and your forgiveness, and it's not like you just arrived, these gifts are to be used ongoing. So I know a lot about forgiveness. As you said, my story mm -hmm. is one of not only abuse as a child, but then the murder of my father, which was racially yeah. motivated. And I mean, there's just so many things in terms you could say all these different isms. However, what I realized is that in carrying anger, hurt, mistreatment, all of those things inside of myself, they were hurting me and making me even more separate from people. So mm -hmm. I had to drop down my armor, which a lot of leaders have a lot of armor up. Oh, yeah. You need to help them so that they can drop those down. Keep the armor up. Nobody knows you're an imposter. No, exactly. <laughs> imposter syndrome. You are suffering because you, we are meant to be connected. Yeah. So it's the only way to have balance and harmony by many traditions all over the world, and I've seen the success in various companies in using these, is by realizing we, that harmony and balance can only occur when we're in right relationship with ourselves, people, and the earth. And so can I you, add can you elaborate just a little bit on that, that right relationship? I think that's such a wonderful concept, and I love the way it's phrased. I want our audience to really understand it. Yes, so there's a Lakota word that says mitake oyasin, and that is all my relations. So for many of us are growing up this belief that you and I are connected. You know, we may not have the same mother or father, but we are all one. There is only one hoop of life. And so if we think about that in our organization, we think about that in our own life, there is only, you know, this, there's us, there's we, then what do I do to someone else is either good medicine or bad medicine. Mm -hmm. Good medicine is anyone or anything that puts in alignment the spiritual, psychological, emotional, mental, and physical level. If we can put that in alignment for ourselves and others, and it's a constant kind of thing, you do that, then we can just really connect and create so much and just positive. But we can also be bad medicine. 
And now science shows us all sorts of things. You and I, if we were like within 12 or 14 feet of each other, we're already affecting each other's heart rate variability. Our elders told us, be careful of what you say or think because you can never take it back. Now we're already realizing because we are energy, we look at physics and biology, that that radiates out and it does have impact. Emotions have impact on each other. So we have a leader who's closed off, you know, stiff or angry or just triggered all the time. That is being sent out. But yeah. if you have a leader who's calm, clear, not knowing everything, but curious, that also gets sent out. And that's really positive. Let's our amygdala slow down and lets us be more clear in decision making and working together. That's so interesting. And okay, bonus question. The yes. hoop. The hoop is 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 an actual hoop. It's not a metaphor, it's an actual hoop. I I wanna understand how they put these gifts into the help me understand yeah. how they put the gifts in the hoop. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked because it's a beautiful, beautiful story. It is. Yes. Yeah, so back in the 90s, the, the call came to elders all over the world and 27 responded. And for a weekend, they prayed. It gives me goosebumps. Yeah. All over the world. All their different, different uh, backgrounds and stuff they brought and they together they built a hoop and they put 100 eagle feathers attached to it. And at the end of the weekend, from each of the directions, see, because we're all one human race, but we come with different colored suits. So from each of the directions they came in, they put a gift in there, the four gifts, the power to forgive the forgivable, the power of unity, the power of healing, and the power of hope in action. And they put that in there for all humankind to use so that we can remember that we are in relationship to people, earth, and spirit. That's what makes us whole human beings. That's what creates harmony and balance. So that hoop is real and it's moving around the, around the, uh, the country, uh, all over the Americas. It, they're about to take it to Hawaii. They're finally going to take it across oceans because awesome. they're going to keep it on, on, on land or water. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so when I began losing hope of thinking things were going to get better in corporate world for women, for people of color, for, for white men who don't quite fit the, the mold, uh, I was in the presence of this hoop and got these gifts and I just started using them. So for 22 years, I've used them with corporate leaders. I've used them in my life. And over and over again, people say, oh my gosh, but that hoop, I, I mean, I can just image it. Yeah. It's so powerful and beautiful. So you pick that up. So thank you so much. That's what the elders want when you read that book and when you hear that story about the hoop and how they were called. And I keep asking some of them, to, 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 like, and how did you pick those four? Did you have conversation? You know, was, did you have to compromise? And they all just say the same thing. Like, that's a strange question. Spirit <laughs> told us. Spirit told us these were the four. Because there are thousands of gifts, right? Use them all. But these four will help us to stay in connection with each other, in right relationship. You know, something else that I really thought was interesting when, you know, typically when I think about it, the phrase indigenous people, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about Native Americans. I'm thinking about Aztec, you know, mm -hmm. people, people not like me. I am very European, very, you know, waspy. And, and I thought from the very beginning, I felt so included in the book because there were elders from the Nordic nations. And I thought, well, indigenous people has a lot bigger meaning than I thought. And maybe that's 
maybe everyone else knew that, but I kind of never thought of it that way. And I loved that. It's I just, it, I felt all, really included. <laughs> absolutely. There, you'll see there the, the Sami, the, the, the indigenous people from the white direction, mm -hmm. Finland, Sweden, Norway, yeah. all over there. Yes. And they're the keepers of the fire. And so yeah. the reality is all of us are indigenous. And I don't mean to, to do disservice to people who have continued the traditions of their tribes. But reality is indigenous means being part of the earth in anthropological kind of terms. So we are part of that. Well, all the elements of the earth, of the stars, the skies, I mean, you listen to Neil, you know, Neil deGrasse or any of the physicists and they'll tell you that's who we are. So the fact that it resonated for you is what I'm finding is people saying, wow, we look different. You know, some of your experiences were different, but, but yet I felt I was in there. And yeah. that's when you get into the original truth, the true wisdom that's inside of all of us, inside of every one of those leaders, whether well, you're screaming or soaring, it's inside each of us. And it's good. It's good that the Nordics, Nordic people are the keepers of the fire. They need it. It's cold up there. It's cold <laughs> up there. There you go. Yes. We need to keep warm on many different levels. Light that heart back up so that we're, we're leading not only from our head, our mind, but we also lead with the heart. These are, again, every time we see separation, that's when suffering can happen. So it's like bring those back into alignment and, that, and yeah. it will be so much better for everyone. I love that. I thought it was just such a lovely book and, and such interesting insight into ways that new and innovative ways that are really old ways that leaders can become more impactful and effective and, and lead their teams and create better culture. I just thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you thank for you. being on the show. Thank you. And thanks to all of your viewers. All right, viewers, here's the book. And we're going to have links down below in the show notes so you can get your copy and you can also find Anita. Now, thanks for watching. We're going to see you next time, but join us on the after show. What? The after show? It's a new thing we're going to try. We'll see what happens, but you can find it on twoquestions.tv. That's our URL, https colon slash slash twoquestions.tv. And that's where you'll find the after show with Dr. Anita and me. So we'll see what happens. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.